0: Melbourne AA Steps Weekend 2015. This is Frank talking about Steps 8 and 9. Good morning all, my name is Frank and I'm an alcoholic. Hey Frank. Frank. And uh, the best thing that I will say today is that I'm sober today and I haven't had to use alcohol. Um, How how have I got to the 8th step in my life? that's, That's an amazing achievement. Um, I know there's people here today that are probably a bit like me probably a bit reluctant to have a look at the program of Alcoholics Anonymous Um, briefly I'll explain uh, what happened to me when I got to AA and what's happened to me since Um, I first came to Alcoholics Anonymous uh, back in 1976 Um, I was 36 and I was washed up and Everyone in my life thought that I should do something about my drinking, and I reluctantly agreed. Um, and I um, and I went to Alcoholics Anonymous because I used to drink with a guy that had joined Alcoholics Anonymous four years previous. So I knew, I knew at least that uh, one person. Uh, there were, I found out that there were a couple of others that I did know, but uh, there was one person that, and I thought he was a real alcoholic. Um, because he used to get himself into all sorts of trouble, I was more of a sort of a what I would say today as a functioning alcoholic in those days. Um, but I come to AA um, with the idea that I had all these problems: I had health problems, I had money problems, a relationship problems. You know, you know it all; you've been there. I had all those problems, and I, I was fairly bright, and I thought if I could cut my drinking down maybe for maybe six months, I'd get rid of all these problems that were in my life and then I'd be able to drink without all those problems. That was my idea. And of course I had the stereo idea of what an alcoholic was and I didn't see a lot of them. I saw some of them at those meetings that I went to in the early days. Um, but I, I began to see and hear people talk and tell their stories and, and I found out that they weren't all that much different to me. So I sort of moved from someone who thought I had a, p- a problem with alcohol within a space of about the first 12 months of someone thinking, yeah, I'm one of you, you know, I'm an alcoholic, my life is a mess and um, alcohol is my problem. I always, and, and for the next X number of years, that was the way I treated AA. Alcohol was my problem. So I had eliminated alcohol from my life when I come to AA because you people showed me how to lead my life without alcohol. So I thought everything would be onky dory. I'd be able to get on with my life without all the hassles. And that's all I wanted to do. Um, I didn't realise that I had lots of problems um, living in this world long before I drank. I was in my early 20s before I started drinking on a regular basis. And a lot of areas of my life were, were chaotic prior to then. And then when I discovered alcohol, it seemed to just wash them all away, you know? <laughs> and, um, and I just loved it. I loved alcohol. I loved the people I drank with and it became my uh, number one priority. So it's not surprising um, in the space of about 14 years, I got myself into a situation where I just couldn't continue any longer the way I was going. I just drank myself into that... Um, into that mess, so I got myself to AA, and I found out that if you didn't pick up a drink a day at a time, you couldn't get drunk. Yeah, you know, that, was, that was a big revelation. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a member here that spoke yesterday, Gary. Um, you know, he he came to AA around the same time as I did, and a little bit after that, he talked about the Unity Group in Richmond, um, and some of the members were going to the Unity Group and. Uh, I think I might have went to one or two, but the group of people I was sort of mixing with sort of weren't really involved with the the program. What we were involved with was not drinking. You know? We were living life and we are getting on with our lives. And for the next ten years, that's what I did. I just got on with my life and things improved. Um, at that time, ten year mark, I, I got myself a job in the, um, the health department, in the alcohol and drug unit, um, it was in the uh, days of the uh, national campaign against drug abuse. Some of you remember it. A lot of money going into, into the area. And a lot of members were becoming working in the, in the detoxes and the rehabs. And, but I, I had a job in the administration part of the uh, alcohol and drug um, program in the health department. and I started to mix with highly qualified drug, alcohol and drug therapists. And ten years, I I, I think that... I thought that by going there I'd be able to explain my uh, uh, idea of what an alcoholic was and how Alcoholics Anonymous had helped me. That was the idea that I had when I went into that job. And... um, Within four years of getting that job, I'd started drinking again. Um, I started to hear things like uh, alcoholism is a bit old-fashioned, Frank, you know? we don't really believe alcoholism is a disease. And this is coming from highly qualified people in the alcohol and drug field. And I'm saying, oh, that, that's not right, you know. Every meeting I go to, I hear people talking about the disease of alcoholism. So anyway, I uh, I kept on going to AA and um, uh, trying to put that out of my mind, I suppose. But um, after a couple of years, you know, I, I began to think about having another drink. Because... I was hearing this, so, so, you know, repeated over and over again, and and I and I began to think, well, you know, if it, if, if it's not a disease, I you know, I, I I can go back to drinking. I haven't had a drink for was for nearly 14 years, so surely I could I could. And if, if it was as bad as it, as I thought, as I heard, well, I'd come back to bloody AA. That was my idea. I'd, I'd bloody go back to AA if I had to. So anyway, I. Um, I put it off and put it off, but eventually I picked a drink up and... um, uh, I started another episode in my life where my life spiralled out of control again. And I tried to deny it. I tried to uh, pretend that I wasn't an alcoholic. I hated running into members of AA because I used to tell lies about what I was doing and what I wasn't doing. And... uh, Um, after I don't know three or four years of that I got sick again the same thing has happened in that first 14 years this time it took me about three or four years I got sick I got trouble with my family trouble with my money trouble with everything again I'd heard about rehabs in the time I was in AA so I went to a rehab and I met an AA counsellor there Uh, he's still sober today he's probably 50 years sober by now and he used to talk about... Uh, was mentioned yesterday, you know, we're only as sick as the secrets we keep. Um, and he used to talk about the program of Alcoholics Anonymous. Now, I was a bloke that had been around AA for 14 years. I'd never had a sponsor in AA. I'd never actively worked the, the 12-step program. I'd got up to the fourth step once. But I couldn't go on because I'd never had a sponsor. I'd never... I, I don't know, I I had this fear of um, disclosing myself, I suppose, to people. I've heard a lot of talk about sponsorship this weekend, you know, and if anyone out there is having trouble with sponsorship, you know, please don't give up, you know. Um, I was, it was, when I came back into AA nine years ago, next week, um, I still didn't have a sponsor. I didn't want to come back to AA. Uh, I met a member, who, um, I used to meet this member on a regular basis and, uh, and I had this idea that I had to do AA differently than what the way I'd been doing it. Um, and part of that was looking at the 12-step program and, and somehow or other trying to get someone to help me. It took me another 18 months to ask someone not to be my sponsor, but to give me a bit of a hand with this program. That's the sort of battle that I've had over the years in asking people to help me. Once I did, I got all the help um, that was—I you know, I was amazing, you know. I—I I told this person I didn't need to do the first uh, four steps. I'd already done that a number of times. So we'll start at the fifth step, please. <laughs> uh, and uh, being a 20-year saver member and having plenty of sponsors, he went along with me. He didn't sort of... Uh, he probably thought, oh, I'll lose this bloke if I don't kid him along a bit. Um, so we started the fifth step, and then he he conned me. He said, well, you're halfway through the program now. We might as well keep on going. All I wanted to do was to get a load of stuff off my mind, you know, the harms that I had done to people. You know, we talked, David showed us how, how to do that yesterday. What I'm saying is it took me 32 years to get to that stage where I could even begin to look at the harms that I had done to other people. I was so wronged all my life, you know. I, I, couldn't, I couldn't even think about the people I had wronged. But in a short space of about six months working with this other member, I began to see the, the problems of my resentments and my fears and my sex problems. And he helped me put a list together. And that list enabled me to then go and start making amends to people. Now, a lot of the amends that I needed to make were members in AA, members of the trade to help me, members that I turned my back on, ignored, told lies to. A a particular member, I used to work with him uh, in, in the program that he was running. And I used to lie to him, you know, I had to go and make amends to him, because it was on my mind, you know. It was uh, Anyway, um, this member that was helping me, who became my sponsor, he said, look, pick out the easiest one that you think that you could make amends to. Out of all that list, I had a big list of people, family they hadn't spoken to for 20 years. And anyway, there was this member of AA that I was very close to in my early days around AA. And... When I started drinking again you know, I cut him off and I hurt him, I knew that because uh, my wife used to tell me he used to ring up and um, wanting to know how I was going and and uh, I used to make up lies and that was my whole life, telling lies. Anyway, uh, he was the person, the member that I said I think I could make amends to him and I, um, I made arrangements to... Um, you know, to meet him and I found out that he was, he was in hospital and he was dying. And uh, I, went, I went and I made amends to him and he, he sort of didn't make a big deal of it, you know. Um, he helped me to make my amends. He said, you know, by the fact that you're coming back into AA and, and getting on with your life, that's amends enough for me. And that gave me encouragement to uh, look at other areas of my life where I had people that I had hurt. And um, over the next two years, you know, I, I, was, I was able to start to make amends to those people. And if anyone hasn't been fortunate enough to be able to do that, you know, I'm here today to tell you that that is the most beautiful thing that's happened in the whole nearly 40 years that I've been around this program, so uh, never give up, that's my message, never give up, and I'll just finish on this, there was a um, uh, <coughs> an old member that used to uh, be around AA for many years, you know, and this particular member, uh, he used to vo- be a volunteer at our central office for many years, and some of you people here today would have known him, and uh, he always finished up when he spoke, with, and the best days are yet to come. And I used to be fairly cynical, and I used to think, silly old bastard, he doesn't know, He's, they're over, He's, he, and he doesn't know it. This is, I had no idea what he was talking about. He was talking about his spiritual growth. Because I'd never done any of that, up until probably the last four or five years. I denied myself any spiritual growth because I wouldn't surrender to my disease of alcoholism. I wouldn't hand over my life to anything that I thought might be any greater than me. You know, I was so self-centered. You know, I had no idea what this man was talking about. And he gave his life to AA. Every day of his life, he was in that central office, on the phones, talking to people, making newcomers welcome. You know, and that's. That's what I'm trying to do today. I'm trying to put back into AA or to give back to AA what's been given to me. Thank you. Information about the annual Melbourne AA Steps Weekend is available from www.stepsweekend.aagroup.org.au Thanks for letting us share.